0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Thank you, guys, for joining the Everybody's an Expert podcast. I'm your co-host and self-proclaimed anchor today. Nice guy, Kyle. Today, I'm uh joined by my boy Jorge down in Orlando. Appreciate what's, you, appreciate you joining me, George.
1: What's going on, man? These people are gonna be confused. I'm in Tampa, Orlando. They don't know. Where
0: I know that Atlanta. jet setter are like,
1: man. You and Rick, man. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> Hey, man, we got to make it happen, man. What's going on? What's going on? Ready for the podcast. Let's go.
0: Yeah, man, it's a good day. You know, as you all know from the post, we're now being broadcasted on all major streams, Spotify, Apple, Anchor. So, you know, you guys check us out. Appreciate y'all listening and supporting the movement. So let's pretty much get right into it, man. Um, Today, I actually, ironically, I wanted to talk about youth sports today. And I actually went to my my niece's uh, t-ball game today. And, you know, it was was pretty crazy. You know, they had the parades, they had food, mascots, all that stuff. And me in anticipation for my son playing sports, you know, I've been paying attention a lot to, you know, youth youth sports and specifically um, this basketball. You know, it's crazy, man. One thing, two things actually I've noticed is, one, these kids are just getting ridiculously big. They're like mutants. They got fucking superpowers, I swear. Like they're grown men
1: playing in high school. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. What do you think, George? It's, it's nuts. I mean, I'm I'm sure you saw it out there, man. It's like a whole different. You know, I don't have. I've seen that scene, but I've gone and seen some friends that you know that have kids and stuff, and it, it's a big business out there, man. You see the parents out there with the Gatorade cooler. You know the the tents. It's an all day thing. It's a vibe. But then yeah, you see these kids and. It has to be the food. I don't know what I, we put it in the food. It's something in the water. It has to be the food. That's the, water, the only yo. difference. These it's the only difference is the food. Yeah, it's I, not, I don't think it's a training. I don't think it's like better genes or nothing. It's the same genes that have been passed down through history. It's just the food. Like, what is in these cows? What is in this Chick fil A? <laughs> I, I don't have
0: no idea. I feel like it's, it's got to be something we don't know because. I swear kids when I was growing up were not looking like these kids. I swear they're all wearing size 13 shoe. Everybody's at least six foot and everybody's dunking. I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And you know, I feel kind of gypped, you know what I mean? Not only with the with the athleticism, but the exposure at the same time. With all this social media out here, I feel like there's so many outlets for kids who might grow up in a smaller market, maybe out in the Midwest, maybe in some of them, them states like Idaho or something, you know, able to be seen and, you know, get their name out there to other, you know,
1: big schools and bigger areas. What you think? I'm on the fence on it, man. I don't know because I, I take it on the social side, too. So I don't know how, like, in the social experiment side in the sense of how much social media is good for kids, you know, like... How early should they be on social media? You know, you got kids dribbling and going viral at 10, 11 years old. Does that stunt their growth mentally, you know, thinking that they they already big shots and stuff like that? How can they stay humble? Because I, I do believe in some structure a, a kids should have, but at the same time, that social media does, like you saying, if you, you're in the middle of nowhere, boom, you get on the phone, now you go viral, you can connect with uh, other athletes, you can connect with coaches, and you can kind of take your recruitment you know, all over the world and, and, and kind of get where you want to be. But I, I'm, I'm curious to know what you think in the sense of is all that social media more positive for the kids in the sense of should they be on it and how early they should be on
0: it? Yeah, I definitely think there's both sides, both sides to the story when it
1: comes to the social media. And I I think it's it comes down to the parents,
0: how you how you raise your kids. If you if you you know build them up, strong minded, you know, social media can be a motivating thing. You know, you see kids working hard. Pushing hard, driving hard for for big things and doing big things, you know, it helps you to get get there too. But at the same time, if you're not, it can be uh, an intimidating thing, or maybe like a like you said, something to like st- stunt your 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 mental your mental growth. Like you see other kids accomplishing things that maybe you feel like you can't do. So it is kind of tough. And um, I don't know. It'll it'll it's only going to get bigger. So we'll see how it helps out in the future. But, you know, with this exposure, it comes other things, you know, into like college sports and, and kids being maybe taken advantage of with all this exposure, especially when it comes to the NCAA. You know, recently in the news, you've seen Zion Williamson and the controversy about Nike paying his mom uh, while he was still in high school. How do you feel about that and, you know, NCAA athletes, student athletes being paid in college? What's your thoughts on that? What's your take?
1: Yo, it's, it's crazy. In the sense that that these kids are still not getting paid. I mean, a couple of years ago, they just raised the uh, they, they got at least pay the cost of attendance. It's crazy that what 15, 20 years ago, was you wasn't even getting the cost of attendance. So basically, they couldn't even pay for your food or like you know yeah. how you have these other general expenses. Like, can I pay some for, for some sheets? Can I get some toilet paper? And they couldn't <laughs> even get that, you know? And you a college student. Everybody in college knows that you go through them growing pains, man. Everybody don't got it in college, but they definitely should get paid. But I'm I'm. I'm 50-50 in the sense that I don't think it should be some, you know, comparison to pro sports and they, they, they shouldn't be pro athletes because because college, it provides an avenue, the, 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 the avenue for a lot of kids. It's not just the, the top athletes, you know, they're paying for everybody. You got women's sports, you got all these other low key sports that are not as popular, but everybody's getting a scholarship. So you gotta, you can't pay everybody because there's there's these laws and stuff. So if you pay one, if you pay a football player, you gotta pay the the kid that's playing hockey or you know all that stuff. So I'm more of a proponent of get paid for your likeness. Like mm-hmm. if, if people want to buy your jerseys, you should be able to sell them. Like you know it's crazy that kids go to these bowl games, they get these rings and they try to sell them on the aftermarket. Like. They don't want the ring. They don't want the shoes, but they can't sell them as the NCAA violation. It's ridiculous. Like, come
0: on. I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. I swear, like the NCAA, it's a billion dollar industry right now. These, these people working for the NCAA and these schools, they're making so much money hand over foot, and it's all for the likeness of these students that are coming there with big names. They've already made a name for themselves before they even got to the school. And yes, you could argue they're getting a free education. But at the end of the day, the ones that are bringing you the big bucks, most likely they're not gonna be there to, you know, take that whole that whole time frame, that whole four years to obtain that education. And I, I think it's ridiculous. And just just looking at the 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 president of the NCAA over the past two years, I read that he got a two, $2.4 million compensation raise. That's crazy. For what? For, For what? what? What did he For what? do? <laughs> For what? That's what I'm saying, that's ridiculous. He's not doing nothing and these kids, who are at these major schools? They definitely have a schedule that is unlike any other student that's at that school. Most of them can't even get a job if they wanted to. They barely go into class. They all have what's it called? Student aides or or uh, tutors that travel with them everywhere. Because what are they doing most of the time? They're
1: they're practicing or playing their sport or on the road. It's it's a job. It's an eight-hour, ten-hour. Like the elite athletes, it's an eight to ten-hour job. No matter no matter what program you're in. I mean, even like the kid from John Moran. Murray State it's not a big program but you know he was putting in that work and it's an all day thing to try to make it to the pros and if you get hurt you have, you have all this other stuff and that that a kid at, at that age should be able to at least create their own business I mean you're gonna it's gonna also like that I think it even enhances their college experience because you're learning the book work yes. and then damn let me let me go ahead and market myself a little bit so I can be in my small little town I could be like the, the spokesperson spokesperson for like a little uh, a little car shop or something like that and you know make some extra bucks it's just helping the kids out so i have no idea why they don't at least change it to likeness i think something's coming down the, the the road because it the the federal investigation with now the rich kids that they're paying this yeah for their kids to go you know so they're making even more money on I'm, the side <laughs> all these coaches everybody's eating except the kids except for the kids, the kids. <laughs> you can't you can't sell your shoes online nothing boom SCA violation you out for the year you know like they did uh they did a bunch of players they've done recently over the years man it's crazy i, I, I think the ncaa is very
0: hypocritical they want to penalize the kids that are getting paid directly, or you know, taking um, you know booster money or whatever. But if it's not being paid directly, there's nothing wrong with it. Like I recently read, I think it was last week or the week before, that Marvin Bagley the third. He was a big recruit coming coming out of high school. He went to Duke for one year. Um, I don't even know what team he's on right now. You know what team he's on, Jorge?
1: Marvin Bagley. Yeah. With Sacramento. With Sacramento.
0: So in high school his dad started their own AAU team. And guess who sponsored the team? Nike cut them a check. And I'm sure, and it went directly to his dad because it's his dad's team that he set up. And I'm sure both he and his dad were benefiting from that money. Not just for jerseys and sneaks and stuff, but they definitely were pocketing some of that money. And Well, it's,
1: it, it's kind of like one of these things where, I hate to bring it over here, but it's like, they're creating rules and creating and making people go underground. You know, they're making people have to find ways to go get this money because they know it's out there. Yeah, they know Nike's cutting checks. They know Adidas is cutting checks. So everybody's gonna go grab it. You gotta go grab it. You're, you're, you're you know, only only two percent of NCAA athletes make a pro. So imagine how many kids go with that aspiring dream, and it's only two percent of them. Two percent out of think about your class. Think about when you came out of high school, college. Only two percent. Once, once you even make it to college, that's even filtered even more. Yeah. So you got to go get that bag, and the NCA, like you're saying, so hypocritical, creates all these rules where it's like pushing these people down, uh, pushing the kids down to not be able to earn as much in their sometimes their highest potential earning years, because only two percent are going to make it pro. What happens with the other ninety eight percent of them when they could have, you know, got got some got some got some money from? whoever from a booster or for for whatever for their liking
0: exactly exactly and I think if you were to pay these kids while they were in school I think it would just improve improve like all around just everywhere our country just just the school because these kids are most likely most of these kids like you said 98% of them are not going to go pro you know if I'm getting a check while I'm in school and it's a decent check you know that that's more incentive for me to stay in schools you know keep going to classes because I'm getting this money while I'm here and I'm playing ball,
1: so what's the point of me leaving? There's, there's, it's, it's, oh. it's crazy you say that because that you just put a new thought into my head while you know in this conversation. It would, you know, how now they're taking out the one and done rule for, um, for, for college basketball. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, it's gonna change the game again. We're not gonna get the elite athletes. That would change it. Was, kids would stay. Kids would stay. You know what I'm saying? You would have kids staying in college now, you know, two, three years building the team like how they used to with a little bit upperclassmen. There'll be, it won't be as many freshmen and, and things like that. I think it would be great for the game, man. They got to jump on it, man. If Mark never ever listens to this, like, you got to jump on it, bro. You have, you have to,
0: to because at the end of the day, there's no life like college life. I, you know, you know that college life is, is amazing living in the dorms with your boys you know just you know walk walking through through the commons you know through the cafeterias on campus you know hollering at chicks it's no life like 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 that and you know if you paying these kids to stay there a lot of them who think going pro is a, is a toss-up in the air they're not guaranteed to be a lottery pick I you know there's nothing wrong with them and I don't think it's, it's going to be any issue with them staying in school
1: yeah, it'll be beneficial for the kid. It'll be beneficial for the school. They're gonna make another runs. They gonna make more. They gonna make money themselves. It's, it's beneficial all way. It's just crazy that that we're still in 2019 and and it hasn't evolved to this. You know, they're taking all these little baby steps, but it's like, man, go ahead and rip off the band aid. Go ahead and give these kids just at least, like I said, I, not not like a flat salary or nothing like that, because they get the you know you. I don't know. You might be a proponent for them just getting whatever cut of the pie off the i mean they made 1.1 billion in profit last year or 1.1 billion revenue last year the NCAA did um or or just like i said i'm more proponent for likeness man if, if somebody wants to pay you some marketing money yo go ahead and get that check man and it's not no issue you're not going to get uh cut from the team you're not going to get no sanctions or none of that
0: i i agree with you 100% and you know this is going to be a topic that we'll talk talk about you know and it'll be a major headline for years to come and hopefully you know it'll benefit these 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 big big name athletes and you know bigger athletes you know in the future but um yeah i just wanted to touch on that i think that's that's just a big topic now and you know today I don't want to keep keep you too long. It's a big weekend. We got a lot going on. You know, it's Saturday. The playoffs are underway, 40 games in 40 nights. You know, the best time oh, of the year, man. you know, 40 yeah, days and 40 nights. You know, first game is underway right now. The Sixers, they're playing the Nets, you know. And I just wanted to get just a. we don't got to go deep into it. But, you know, just a little bit. How do you feel about the playoffs this year?
1: I think the second round is going to be crazy, so I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the second round, all the big matchups. Um, most likely is going to be be Houston and Golden State, and I think, you know, people talking about Houston. Oh man, they get they get Golden State that second round. I think that's a blessing in disguise, bro, because they get them early. You know, Golden State always takes a little bit of while to ramp it up in the playoffs. You know, they taking their time, they breezing through it. Mm-hmm. Go- Houston get them early. There's less chance of injury for Chris Paul. You know, he's always getting hurt. So I think this might be the year that if you want to take the field, Houston getting them in the second round is is, 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 is going to be nice to see. I think they can definitely take uh, Golden State in that second round. Um, so so I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking Toronto over there on the east, man. I think Toronto. I think Kawhi. As long as he's healthy, because I saw him the last couple games, he wasn't moving too well. But if he's healthy, man, I like Toronto. I really like the watch over there. And, uh, but I'm excited.
0: I'm excited as well, um, I'm a big Sixers fan. I'm excited for my Sixers. I think we got an exciting young team with Ben Simmons, Joel B, Jimmy Butler, you know, JJ Reddick starting to knock down his open shots. And, um, you know, CJ McConnell. Uh, he's just, you know, big, a big off the bench, six man type, like X factor for me. I'm excited about the first round, more so the West, the Western Conference. I think there's a lot of exciting games, um, but you know it all remains to be seen. I look forward to it, and uh, you know once we get off this podcast, you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune into the Sixers game. But uh, before I let so you, you know go, something. Dude, what?
1: Go ahead. We 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 can't leave on something. We have to talk oh, about. Oh, we have that. to.
0: About who? We have to. Oh yeah, magic, we do have to talk about that. Play, all right, you know? yeah yeah yeah. Let's touch on that before we go. Before we go. So if you guys don't know, Magic Johnson took, let's say the easy way out, the sneak way out, the, 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 the scary way out. He exited his, his seat as GM for the Lakers on a, on a press conference and didn't even let Genie Buss know. He didn't let anybody know. Supposedly, he had a three-hour conference with the whole Lakers staff the day before, talking about the future and the structure of the Lakers and how it's going to be, and didn't even bring it up. Knew that he was leaving, didn't bring it up. What do you think about that, George?
1: Yo, low-key, I feel like LeBron definitely got to get into, like, some type of uh... Doing shows, so that was like a that was like a, a Game of Thrones move, bro. It just came out of nowhere, like head the head guy left, just left out of nowhere. Yes. Where did this come from, man? Uh, so it's crazy, cause on the last podcast with Rick, we were t- I was talking about how Magic Johnson had to make some moves for LeBron next year, and it's like, all right, I guess he's not there no more. So what what's gonna happen now? You got uh, Rob Delenko running the show. So it, I don't know, man. The LeBron show is on. He he's the master of. Uh, of drama in the NBA. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I really don't think nobody wants to go play with LeBron. I, I think they're gonna stay with that same roster. I, I just have to rock it out.
0: I listened to your podcast with Rick, and you said that no one really wants to play with LeBron. If you look back to the years where people were going to play with him, you were right when you said it was his boys that came to play with him. Nobody really wants to go and play with him. And I, I kind of agree with you, but it's gonna be interesting. Um, to see, you know, how this all pans out. And, you know, I think Magic Johnson, he really didn't like that position that he was going to be in because he was going to have to make some major moves to, you know, to keep Braun happy, and he was going to have to be the bad guy, and that's just not his role. He's the charismatic, likable Magic Johnson, everybody loves Magic type of guy, and he was going to have to put a completely different hat on to, 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 you know, pretty much transform the Lakers where they've been the past six years. Which is in the dumpsters. They he, there was going to be a lot of dirty moves he was going to have to make, and I don't think he was prepared at all, you know. But I'm looking forward to see what happens. It's definitely going to be a dramatic show over there in, in Hollywood.
1: Not only that, they also let go of the coach. Yeah. Uh, well, Wallen.
0: yeah. Luke Walton got
1: <laughs> tossed <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, he's out of there. The funny thing is. They're talking about Tyron Lou coming back. Like, do do people not remember all the issues they were having with Lou before in Cleveland? Like, he was almost like supposedly getting fired every year in Cleveland because he was uh not not rubbing with LeBron and his crew the right way. So I don't know how Tyron Lou is the top of the candidate pool for, for the coach of the Lakers, but that's gonna be another another shoe to drop, see who 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 steps up to the plate to coach the Lakers. I mean they're an iconic franchise, so they gonna have plenty of candidates. But I just don't, it, it's going to be interesting to see what what coach they have. But if they bring Tyron Lue back, I'm like, I don't know. I, don't I think, I think it's I don't... interesting
0: you brought up Tyron Lue because if you think about it, you did hear a lot about Tyron Lue almost being fired and whatnot, and him and Bron, bumping heads. But if you look at him and his winning percentage as a coach, what was he over there in Cleveland? What, two years, three years? Each year they went to the playoffs one year, went to the final, then won a championship. So he gets it done. But you know, it remains to be seen if it was him or if it was Bron. But if you look at it as just you know his winning percentage, you know he's definitely a, a qualified coach. You know, and I, I just think it's interesting if you if you consider him. I think he can't be looked over. But who knows? Who knows? You know what I mean? Nah,
1: definitely, definitely. Uh,
0: well, before I let you go, you know, let me let me get your locks for the week, or for, let's just go for today. Who you got? You got any locks? Any picks?
1: Pick. So uh, we got the Brooklyn-Philly game going on right now. I got Philly, even with Joel Embiid out. They got to take that first game. So that'll be the lock of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Who else you got? So you just taking one? You just got one?
1: I'm not familiar. What's the schedule? What's the rest of the schedule today? Rest of the Is schedule,
0: it- we got uh, Toronto and Orlando in Toronto. We got the Clippers in Golden State in Golden State. And then we got San Antonio and Denver in Denver.
1: So here's my homer pick. I'm gonna go ahead with the Magic, sneaking a game one upset. Vucevic going 25 and 15. Okay. Terry Frost going back to, to Raptor City and, and going off to 30. So I got I got them with the sleeper game one. I don't think they're gonna win the series, but I I, I definitely think Orlando has a chance to steal game one. And then I'm taking all the other home teams. I'm taking Golden State. It's funny you talking about Patrick Beller- Beverly trying to get in Steph Curry's head. He he uh he talked about that today. Like, man, ain't nobody getting in my head, man. I, I've done pretty good. Yeah, uh, ain't no, I ain't worried about that. Uh, so I gotta go to stay, and then I got Houston definitely against uh, against Utah.
0: I I feel you, man. My p- my picks are pretty relatable. My locks for the day: Sixers, of course, my home team. I got. Orlando definitely sneaking that one in. I think it's going to be a 4 1 series. Let's take Orlando. And then Golden State, that's going to be a sweep. I'll take them minus 13 at home. First game of the playoffs. And I got Denver on that money line game against San Antonio at home. So, man,
1: I I just hope when we come back on the podcast, we're not looking like Dex.
0: Oh, my God. Dex does not have the locks. He's got the unlocks. Don't follow that. You got to turn it around. You got to turn it around. Well, Jorge, man, I want you to enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I appreciate you co-hosting with me on another Everybody's an Expert episode. Everybody tune in again and, um, you know, check us out. Anything else, Jorge? Sounds good, man. Blessings for everybody. Y'all have a great day. All right, man. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? This is uh, your boy, Nice Guy Kyle, your uh, self-proclaimed expert. You're now listening to Everybody's an Expert podcast. And today is Sunday. April 21st Easter Sunday Happy Easter everybody um, Today I'm joined with Two of my favorite people in the world uh, For those of you who follow me on Instagram You know one of my guests The Chronicles of Uncle Chris My uncle The Crazy Nut yeah. Uncle Chris <laughs> What's up, huh? Um? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> And I'm also joined by His son My cousin, my brother, Mac. What's up, Mac? What's good, fam? How you doing, man?
2: That's a tough act to follow, right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm happy y'all joined me today. Uh, I wanted to, (laughs) I wanted to get you guys on the podcast just because. um, What
3: is that noise he's making? What is that? Alpha Male (laughs) Code.
2: Get him a leash. Somebody get this guy. Y'all
0: know my uncle. He's a nut right now. I'm sorry. All right, well, all right, let's anyway, started. let's get started, man. Mac, Mac's ready. I'm ready to roll. You ready I'm to roll? I'm here for it. I'm yes, all about it. Yes, yes. yes, I'm an expert. We're here to talk sports. We're here to talk shit, shoot the shit. Trust the process. And just enjoy each other, you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: we talk 45.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I wanted to get these two on the podcast. I was super eager to get them on the podcast. One, because they just a great time, you know, just talking with them, talking sports, talking life. You know, just talking, whatever. They're, they're, they're just enjoyable people. But uh, most importantly, it's just I think they have a great story to tell, man. I think it's one that uh, a lot of people don't know about. But if they heard about, they would find out that it's super motivational, super inspirational and just something that's, you know, short of like amazing. Um, what these two do on a normal basis, you know, with with the help of my aunt Holly. What's up, aunt Holly? Say what's up on the background. Yeah,
3: yep.
0: <laughs> is you know these two they, they run marathons. I don't <laughs> they run marathons around the country hey, and
3: banking,
0: baby. and shortly you guys are about to run a marathon in, in Toronto right?
2: Yeah, y'all so about to run. A, we're doing a half marathon in uh, October. We got a, a race plan there. We're doing the uh, the Broad Street Run in uh, Philadelphia first weekend of May. Yeah, First, yeah. first Sunday of May. And so. how many miles is that? That's a ten miler. Okay. Um, so I, this will be my seventh year doing, and I think this is that lunatic's fifth if he's ever going to talk in English. Yeah, this about fifth, about one. ten.
3: Five, what? Ten? Fifth. About fifth, fifth. Fifth ten time.
2: Divided by twos. Yeah,
3: five, I, yeah. Four. We did yeah, about five. five times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be a good time. We uh we love it. Love
2: doing it. Um. You know it, it's kind of what we do every week we uh we use it we, we think we're experts on our runs so you know it's kind of you know our pod Kyle's podcast or nice guy whatever he's going by on the, um, and this nice guy it's our way to do that on a daily basis so okay
0: all right really and cool. you guys you guys run miles like you normally do full marathons though right
2: so I've done full marathons um he's tell, done
0: tell the people like where you've done your full marathon right? totally
2: so I did my first one um in Philadelphia. In 2013 um, I did my second in Chicago 2014 And my third one I whooped Alicia Keys' ass In uh, New York In 2015 Ooh. So yeah I'm just a uh now trying to get back up to back up to par. My goals are uh, Boston, and then I want to run around, run around the world. So we'll see what happens. And then how did how you start running these
0: marathons? Did you start running in high school? Did you like? So just I started.
2: Start- I started out in high school. I mean, you know my story, but I'll tell for for your uh, your listeners over there. But I started. Um, I used to wrestle, got injured. Long story short, and I wanted to do a sport that uh, I could keep my good looks and I could still get in shape at the same time. And uh, I started running. It's um, kind of just an outlet like a club because um, I don't want to be looking at him every day So I said let me get out and uh, I found a, a really great running group um, It's called the International. They provide um, guides for people with visual impairments. So through that we ran all over the country um, I went from doing 5ks at like a 30 minute pace now I can do I've done four-hour marathons. so it's been a pretty uh, pretty great ride and um you know, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a professional athlete by any means, but I, uh, you know, I get around.
0: So. And, the, and the thing that makes this so amazing is that for those of you who don't know me closely, is that Mac is visually impaired. And and so is his dad. So is my uncle Chris. I know my uncle Chris is 100 percent visually impaired.
2: And Mac, I don't. Well, I'm pretty close to it at this point. You know, I'm, I'm a. I have an idea of like shapes and stuff, but you know, it's nothing really usable. So
0: yeah. So despite you know the visual impairments and you know the 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 incapable of being able to see where you're going, you guys still are making this happen. You are still running where you want to run. You still. You know, accomplishing these goals And I just think it's an amazing
2: story No and excuses, man, no excuses What's that? Say it again? No excuses, baby
0: Exactly, and
2: through you starting
0: to run You were able to get your dad involved, right?
2: Yeah, so I got him running um, I actually had to do a project for uh, for When I was back in high school I'm actually about to graduate from Drexel now So Drexel Dragons, Dragons. Dragons, where you <laughs> at? Um, but I, I got him starting to run um, 2014, I think it was So I'm not mistaken It was 2013 or 14? Um, I think it was 13 actually, but ne- neither neither here nor there. Um, he wanted to come out. He got tired of watching me race, um, and he started coming out, and you know went from doing you know maybe a mile here or there. Now we run every week together. So so
0: so so Uncle Chris, you started running. How old were you when you, when Matt got you to start running with
3: him? So yeah, I was in on verge of leaving my wife and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna ready to kick her to the curb he so I figured 40. I might get in he shape so I was probably like 40 years old when I started running and um yeah so i but I used to run in my 20s just nothing competitive and uh, so yeah he got me in the run he challenged me to run like a little 5k and then uh next thing you know I started i you know had to train a little bit for the 5k and then i you know stuck with it. So now it's been like, what,
0: five, six years? And you guys yeah, been, been running been together? Running like ever since?
3: Six, yeah, I've been running like six years.
0: So um, so so for for those of y'all that don't know, picture a guy who's approaching his 40s with a beer belly that he called a fuel tank for a sex machine yeah. <laughs> to, to being in his yeah, mid-40s on, on the beach, on South Beach with me.
3: Ladies, y'all would love it. Feeling
0: himself because he got abs in his mid-40s, yeah. thinking he doing it. I remember. I remember. Where were we
2: at? We were at yeah. SLS. We were at SLS pool party. Yeah. Yeah. Getting oh turning God. up, right? Yeah. yeah. Me at three o'clock in the morning. Maybe he Joe, calls me. At, really he it. calls me at three a.m. He said I was. I went out with Kyle Mac. He goes. I went out with Kyle. He said. And your mom is just. She. She. She's pissed at me. She's like. <laughs> she. She's. She's pissed at me, man. He said. She shouldn't have brought me down here. Like, all these girls are looking at me, and I'm looking back, and like. It's it's going. It's not going well, man. I'm on the couch. Lady I'm like, pop. All
3: would really love me if you see me. <laughs> oh my! I'm, thank God, this is a you podcast. Would, this would be ecstasy for you if you see me. All so of the so. With the shit. Meanwhile, this <laughs> man thinks
0: every right chick is looking at him. Yeah. And he can't see a damn
3: thing. You would love me, baby. <laughs> Ladies, we can't see, but we can feel. Get it? Get it? Get it. you will love it. It. all See what we all, can feel. You all jokes
0: it. aside all jokes aside love it these two men here man they're accomplishing great things man they're 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 staying fit they're staying healthy despite you know things that might be holding most people back you know they're not seeing any type of obstacles nah. they're just you know accomplishing they're doing you know and i just think this is something that's so motivating for our listeners and i just wanted to give y'all something positive and you know, honestly, I just want to give props to not either of you, to oh, to my aunt Holly anything. because she she's making all of it happen. You know, with all the traveling, you know, with all the work. Yeah, it now, require
3: a lot of travel. You know, we go to different different destinations and stuff, so it does require a lot of travel. Yeah, a lot of dedication, patience, a lot of travel, a lot of, patience, a lot of patience, a lot of patience,
2: especially with that.
3: You know, you got two two. <laughs> for, for her you and can and hear her her in you the back. Yeah, yeah she's he, always, he he you know,
2: supportive of uh, You know, wherever we want to go, we're going to go to, you know, oh, let's go to Toronto. Let's go to wherever, you know, Boston. Yeah. Let's do this, that. What
0: what know. has been your favorite marathon so far, Matt? I
2: like whooping Alicia Keys' ass, but Chicago is probably the flattest. Be careful how you say that. Our our listeners
0: might take offense to that I mean, saying hey, it like that.
2: She wants something, She can come and get it. Okay um, But that was fun New York was a lot of fun Because it was really close to Philly mm-hmm. um, But Chicago So it was actually pretty cool We started um, Like because of the, the partnership That our running group has We got to start Ahead of the uh, elite corral Like the first Like like fastest people Like the okay. actual professionals So we had like a Two mile head start on them And for the first two miles It was like a pancake It was super flat Oh my god um, <laughs> It was really flat um, and it was literally just us and um, like just just the motorcycles and the spectators, and the the crowds are great out there. It was a you know really really great uh great vibe out there. So oh,
0: Chris, what well, what has been your favorite city that you you know ran your marathon in?
3: Mm, probably New Orleans. We we had a good time in New Orleans. It wasn't my best race, but we uh, we had a really good time, and uh, you food know food was delicious. Food was delicious. My thing is like I I mean i work out and, and run not for necessarily the race but I, I i work out and run for it's it's to me it's more of a lifestyle okay and um so so when you when you get old like me you don't run for a specific race you kind of just take everything and you appreciate every race as another opportunity to get better um, you tell me it's like competing against yourself, kind of a yeah, thing. You run, you know, you run. You're only competing against yourself, mm-hmm. and it's it's like a it's like a total lifestyle. So, so when you run and you you train, um, you know, you, you getting uh, putting work in, and you keeping yourself from uh, putting on weight, taking blood pressure medication, taking cholesterol medication. You you, you know, that's this is the alternative.
0: Yeah, and, and I can be one, one to just, like, testify for you. Like, I've seen you take a major transformation over the past, what I, I would say, probably, like, seven years to having that huge pot belly, you yeah. know, lazy all the time, no yeah. energy. To just you know you look you look good. I'm not trying to cap your head up. Yeah, oh my God! Uh, you there good. you go. Here you go. Yeah, there you, go.
3: There you go. Here you go. I hope. How many women you got listening to this? <laughs> it mostly men situation or like what <laughs> is it? 80, What's this love? play? Is it like an 80, 20
2: men
0: thing? Uh we have we have we have you know a diverse Ladies. listening
3: listening crowd. Ladies, you would love it.
0: Yeah, you about to get choked in your sleep tonight. I know you are. Yeah. I know you ladies.
3: are.
2: Mom is I know you are brandishing something in the kitchen over there. Yeah. That's all
0: right. <laughs> I know the ladies love it. That's all right. <laughs> well, you know, I just appreciate y'all sharing your story with me yeah. and with the listeners. Okay. And um, you know, before we go, what we like to do is we like to you know get the lock we of the day from our local experts, Absolutely. Mac. If you follow Mac on 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 Facebook. He puts a lock of the day just on Facebook kind of all story. the time, all especially the time. People, last last year during during the NFL playoffs. Your boy had how how, how many locks? You had nothing. Your, your shit was See, garbage. It, like, it was head garbage, head. Let me just garbage, me garbage. Let me just as we like other to other say, way. garbage, garbage. Say, like, first off, I how was
3: you the you say first one. go the other way? My we uncle uh, said if we you want to retire seven. early, what? Go the other way. Week
2: seven, two thousand
3: seventeen. Just put this <laughs> shit down. Locks.
2: To be to win this, you going all right. Well, listen, I stuck
3: with him after it's, polls, it's, got
2: hurt. Haters gonna hate, you know, that's you fine. Right. I just, I, I'm out here trying to make the people some money. Well, listen, listen,
0: it's NBA playoffs going on right on now.
2: You need you on the line.
0: NBA playoffs are going on right now. Uh-huh. All right,
2: tomorrow, who's, who's playing tomorrow? Magic got that ass whooped, but uh, yeah, today, but who's playing tomorrow? Tomorrow, I like uh, the Rockets over the Jazz, they are he's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Two-and-a-half-point favorite, yes. I like the Rockets to win that game outright. Um, I think that's a good call. Um, and I also would look at the Mariners played Tuesday. I would look at the pitching matchups for that. I think they're playing the Padres Ooh. just further down the road. All Take right. a little peek at that, a little 10-10 action.
0: Would you bet the house or would you bet the condo? Uh,
2: I'd bet the bottle of Jack I have on the counter over there, but that's about halfway empty anyway, so <laughs> I'd go with that.
0: Let
3: me hear him like uh, it. All right. Uh, what's your lock of the day? Um, my lock would be uh, Detroit Pistons. And his wife's lock is him getting mm-hmm. locked plus, out of the apartment. The Detroit Pistons now. are, I think they're uh, a plus 12 and a half. Plus 12. Plus 12. Plus 12. Plus 12. Plus
0: 12. Detroit plus 12 tomorrow.
3: Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Actually, if you really want to just be comfortable with that, do a teaser on that and, and knock it down cheese, to like cheese. seven and a half. And uh, I'm liking, uh, but I'm liking, I'm liking Detroit.
2: Okay. Blake okay. Griffin playing in that game? Can you confirm that?
3: Anybody have the knowledge? I'm
2: not
0: sure, but I would think Blake is not
2: playing. Oh, he's not. Then you might have a shot there.
0: Mm. I'm with you, Uncle Chris. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't even tease that. I think, I think my log. I'm gonna go with Detroit. You know, not to lose by 12. Um, it's a long shot, but you know, if you're listening.
2: I think they definitely
3: lose. Actually, put your money on Yeah, 12 is a lot at home to, to lay there. I, exactly. I think they lose. Put that, put I think that that they lose, but 12 is a lot. Put that money on Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Put that money on, yeah, we'll put the money on Detroit. Yep. And let y'all...
2: Let y'all... Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all... I know y'all
3: probably... Y'all laying in bed. Six is Tuesday night, And you by need... By way, y'all y'all probably day. need some Barry White shit to listen to. Let y'all women listen to me. I know y'all... Y'all women gonna love it. Y'all women... Make their nipples hard. Oh my! Can oh we my say god! That oh bad? my say
0: god! Bad? All right, and all right. Gonna love it One last They're thing. Gonna love me. Can we end on a serious note? I gotta ask they y'all. All, it, all man. of us being Philly you're, fans, you're, I gotta, I gotta I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you one thing. Give it to me. Is Brett Brown here next year? If, 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 no. if the Sixers do not go to the finals, you know, is Brett Brown here next well, year? What do you think? I think if he loses next series, what do you say? I think if he loses next
2: series, it's gonna be Toronto. Uh, I think if he loses the next series, he's out. Um, I mean, it, it's one of those deals where he needs to really, it's to a point where him and Ben Simmons are too close. I mean, Ben Simmons is really his fault because dude just can't, for the life of him, he can't get a jump. I mean, if people say all the time, oh, Ben Simmons, is, he does everything right except for shoot. I mean, that's like, this car does everything, light, everything right except for go forward. Like, that's the, that's the stupidest thing. So until Simmons learns to, to get some sort of mid-range game, you know, they're in trouble. But that being said, I mean, Brett Brown has to have some of the
3: okay. accountability
2: for this. And you can find a coach, you know, just somebody that won't get in the way. I, th- I think he's out.
3: Brett Brown got to go. If they don't make it any further in the second round, they get bounced in by Toronto. He got to go.
0: So you're saying it's finals, finals or dies? It's, is there's no it's do or die. Brett Christmas
3: Brown, if he got to beat Toronto, they got to go deep. Or nice. he got to go deep, or they got to either beat Toronto. If not, he got to go. I don't, I don't so are you, so
0: you're saying, e- I know Mac, you're saying yeah. Eastern Conference Finals, but Uncle Chris, you're saying what, finals, or he got to go? Or you're saying Eastern Conference Finals, or he has I'm to I'm saying
3: he got to go at least to six or seven with Toronto. He got to push, and that's pushing it.
0: I kind of agree with Mac. That's not enough. Not enough. That's I mean, not that? enough. I think I'm thinking finals, maybe Eastern Conference Finals, and then I mean, to, to keep his job,
3: they sold the house to get and Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler. Milwaukee they,
2: and Boston are both tough matchups for him. In the Eastern Conference Finals, they got to
3: go further than they so, did last year.
2: So, Milwaukee and Boston are both tough. They really have had a hard time with Boston, especially in Boston, they struggle. They got to come I mean, back
3: on defense.
2: Seven game series, you can defend the
3: honest, they don't, but they don't. They don't defend guards. No. The problem is... They, they don't, don't defend the perimeters. They don't, I agree. De- they don't defend perimeters. Yeah,
2: J.J. Reddick, I mean, you have more fouls points in a playoff game. I mean, I know the Sixers are up 3-1 now. More fouls points, that's just inexcusable from a 34-year-old who's supposed to be a sharpshooter from the outside. You know, Well, that's
3: just... he's a liability on defense. So what he gives you on offense, he he gives up on defense. So if he's not hitting from... from in the, on the offensive end, he's a complete liability. On the other end, I mean, he's not
2: even setting up. Screens so,
3: things, so that's the problem that you run into with him. If he's hitting, you can deal with his lack of ability on defense. How do you like Landry Shamit? Cal, but I ask you because she loves um, Landry Shamit a lot to get him.
0: We're, we're going a little bit deeper than I thought we would, but Landry Shamit, I honestly thought he was very promising before we got you know before we got rid of him. And I kind of wish we kept him. You think it was you know? worth
2: it? You think you would so
3: you'd have kept Tobias from Wichita State? I don't know if y'all know uh, Wichita State.
0: Him. They have promising players that yeah,
3: that, yeah, are, they, that they are, they are Wichita State. We drafted him. In, I think like 27, 27, 27 I think it was. It yeah. was a late first one. We drafted him, so he's playing currently with the Clippers. So Mr. Mm-hmm. Nice Guy, you would have kept.
2: Uh, you would have kept um, um, Chandler in and you're no, just not, not
0: traded for Tobias yeah,
3: I'm yeah. not saying that I'm you just saying he was a promising he's a good player, player. Oh, okay. you know JJ Reddick is like an old veteran you know what I'm saying and uh, Andrew Shaman is a young guy so I'm gonna follow his career and, and I'll probably regret that shit down the road <laughs> as it. we
0: all do being a Philly fan mm-hmm. you know I'm we regret. get yeah we we trade away players and then we regret that shit later yeah. on down the road we just watch them just blossom in some other city that's yeah. just what we do he's still bitter about Paul Pierce you know so that's kind of yeah we can be bit bitter about Paul Who's Pierce born? uh Dirk of um all of them, all of them. Jason Larry, Tatum
2: Larry Larry like, Hughes a bit of a
0: lady, like, he, like, like come on. Lamora, we still pissed about well, Momola, You know, man. but you know we don't want to end it on that, so we'll just end it on Eagles Super Bowl next year. Yeah, Eagles Super Bowl, Bowl next
2: Eagles year. Super
0: Bowl. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah. Bet the house, as What's my man, kids? as my man Matt would say, bet the house, bet the kids, but don't bet the dog. Yeah, no.
3: You know Keep I mean? the kids. Throw the wife out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she all right. She replaceable. Just don't bet the dog. You know what I mean? Just got to let... keep the dog. <laughs> got to keep the dog. Hell with the wife. I mean, single Chris Lynch. hell with the wife. You know what I mean? The kids, they going to grow up anyway. So. But keep the dog. You need some don't bet though. the yeah, dog. Don't the bet the dog. You know you yeah. are. All right, man. And,
0: hey, listen. On that note, and I thank y'all for listening to Everybody's an Expert. This I appreciate all the new subscribers and um this this episode man Send it's been friends. it's 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 been a it's been a roller coaster but i appreciate y'all listening okay. and shout out to everybody um you know who's who's been subscribing who's you know joined the movement all my everybody's yeah, everybody an expert team south
3: Beach. <laughs> everybody in <laughs> the south Beach. who's that rick is rick on there yeah Rick. oh, oh yeah she... rick's Dex. 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 Yo, Dex. Yo, Dex. You, Dex. Get a finger sandwich for me, Dex. <laughs> oh God. Matt, man. Matt.
0: Matt, my man, Matt Ross. Matt, hey. hey down South there, Beach. South
3: Beach. Yeah, yeah, do that.
0: Handle that. All right, man. All right. We thank y'all. Three You know, 305. continue 305. to listen, Rick. subscribe. We're on Apple, Apple Podcasts. You know, name Spotify. Name Everybody's an expert, and, uh, you know, you've been here with Nice Guy Kyle, you know, the legend, Uncle Chris, and (laughs) my cousin Mac, man. All right? I'm signing out. Thank y'all. Later.